All right, everybody, welcome to uh, Monday morning. Hey, happy Halloween. Wow. You know, this call will be so good, it's scary. Ooh, that was, that was terrible, I know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are very fortunate today to have, from Prosperity Mortgage, okay, Karen Shadeen. So, Karen, if you could unmutify by hitting star six, that would be great. Okay, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. Whatever you're doing, keep doing that because you sound great. So, okay. Karen, welcome to, the, welcome to the Monday podcast. If you could just start off by telling everybody a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that kind of stuff. I think that would be your market so they know. All that stuff would be awesome. Okay. I've been in mortgage in Las Vegas for March will be 27 years. Going strong nice. and not sick of it yet. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and your which office do you primarily hang out at? I am usually in the Southwest office. You can find me there or at St. Rose. Mhm. Okay, cool. And uh, so, what do you think about our late our latest? Uh, you know, I mean, let's pick, for being. I mean, it, even in real estate, it's been a big change since January. But it's been a really big change in the mortgage industry in the last year, hasn't it? It, it absolutely has, but I've seen this a couple of times now, not what we're going through today, but it just means that it's time to put your nose to the grindstone and, and, and dig for absolutely every buyer that you can help get into a home today. just means you've got to work a little yeah. harder. Yeah, and, and lock every buyer you're working with, right? <laughs> right oh, lock. from the very, yes. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing is, is that we're, we're really pushing seller concessions because the best way to help your client get into a home with the payment that they're looking for is for your seller to contribute to buy down the rate versus to reduce the price of the home. It's just, it gets you there much quicker with a lot less money. Right. So we're finding creative ways to, to make people happy, and, and people are still buying. That's yeah, not going to stop people. They have to still have a place to live. Everybody needs to have a home, mm -hmm. whether they rent or own. I mean, if you rent, you're paying 100% interest rate. That's true. So why not, you know, sevens is still a good rate. Yeah, like I see people, uh, you know, friends of mine, or I talk to people at the gym, and, and they say to me, because they know I'm in real estate, they say, yeah, well, I was going to buy a year and a half ago, but I'm going to wait now. The rates, I go, so you're going to continue to penalize yourself? Yeah, you should have bought a year and a half ago. Absolutely. But the second best time, I mean, because now, because there's never a time that renting is better, ever. Never. And my advice to all of my clients that ask me, should they wait? I'm like, well, if you wait, yes, prices may drop just a little bit, but rates may go up as well. So what are you really right. saving? I feel like it's the, scale, the weighted scale that it doesn't matter what you do, um, that you're going to teeter one way or the other. So today is, yeah. I mean, the time to buy is now. Right. The it's inventory like is there. And, yeah. yeah. The motivation yeah, is you know, there. You know. Yep. Sellers aren't saying well, no. Right. Well, yeah, and the motivated sellers are going to sell. And, uh, you know, as a buyer right now, you have to me you have an even better situation because a year ago you know you'd be one of 14 offers you'd have to pay over asking you wouldn't have an inspection or an appraisal right now you can get all those things done you can get the seller to crank out the list on the um you know on the home inspection you can get them to buy down your rate right and and then 
I also believe that because of the interest rates, a lot of people are on the sidelines, and it's gonna, all it's going to do is create a warehouse of buyers, and then as soon as this and, – and you know it's going to happen. Okay, I have a theory about the elections, but I don't want to get political. But So as soon as, it, <laughs> soon, as, as soon as that happens and we move on from there, I think you're going to see some, some rate adjustments and so forth because right now the Fed is willing to sacrifice everything just to get the inflation numbers down because that's all the press talks about. All right, so they're willing to – doesn't matter. We're going to keep raising the rates because ah, – Right. We don't we did. Hey, don't forget, we put three trillion dollars into the economy in the last two years, which is about 20 percent of the money in circulation. Don't forget that. Right. So that's got to bleed through. And once it does, it'll affect. But anyway, the point is, is that they're eventually going to lower rates. And then all these people on the sidelines are going to jump in. So really, as a buyer right now, you have a tremendous opportunity to get the house you want. And even if you can't buy down the rate to something that's, you know, to your liking, you can wait. 12 months, 18, refinance, maybe 24, and refinance, but you'll get the house you want. So it's all perspective. You know, if you have somebody serious, you can definitely help them right now. I know that some are probably tired of hearing it, but marry the house, date the rate. And it's it's a fact because Uh you're going to be able to purchase the home that you want and that you've, you know, looked so hard for back in, you know, beginning of the year, January to March. And now you're going to get it and you're not only going to get it, but you're going to get it with the seller giving you contributions to, to help you to uh, afford that home. Yeah. So it's just, it's a great time for buyers to buy. I've got two sets of, of buyers that just jumped back in after getting out of the market when they were looking in March. Last week, both of them reached out again, and they're ready to go, and, and both are qualified, and, and both of them are hopeful that they're going to get the home that they want and to be able to get everything paid for by that seller. So, Okay, cool. That's the way we're going with that. Yeah, I would uh, – Better opportunity. You know, yeah, better opportunity. And people don't realize that the pace of uh, – I was going to say the pace of play. That's, no, that's golf. The pace of the market right now is about 75% to maybe, you know, maybe 78%-ish of what it was, you know, last year. So, I mean, there's still a majority of transactions happening. It's just, you know, you have to be a little bit more educated, uh, educate them to keep it rolling because right now you have to give them, give them all the information that's available to you to have them make a good decision for them. And if they can go now, great. And if they can't go now, well, okay, you can always uh, – you know, uh, put them in your sphere. We have a VAC 2.0, follow up with them, blah, blah, blah. You're always going to have people that are willing to go now and people that are in the near future, all right? So it doesn't really change much. It's just what you're saying. But like you said, if I have a buyer that wants to buy, I know I, I can take them out and find them something now and, and, and look like a rock star because I can get the seller to fix all, almost everything on the home inspection and I get the seller to contribute to the, you know, the buy down to the rate. Yes, and they're and they're definitely motivated to do that. I haven't seen one come back yet that said no. As far as which one? Now it's educated for both for both rate and yeah and and fixing um, home inspection items. Yeah. I have a, a veteran, a disabled veteran, that's actually closing today. That didn't think he was going to be able to buy, and he got into that home with getting every nickel of his $1,500 earnest money back as well as 
Um, there was some staining on the roof that the seller refused to pay, to repair, came back on the appraisal, just a picture of it, and our appraisal underwriter said, oh, no, 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 we need to get to the bottom of that. So guess what? They got the roof fixed. They got all of their costs paid for. They got their interest rate bought down to the mid-fives, and I have a very happy, happy, happy homeowner that that served our country. Yeah, and, and, and they did right for Yeah, yep, that's a great way to look at. It. And their rates are a little bit better if they're veterans, and you know, yeah. So it's a, it's still a great time, you know. And I know people hate me when you said date, you know, marry the home, date the rate. I know uh, when I started in the business, okay, um, you know, my first house I bought, I was at like twelve percent interest. My second one, I got a nine point nine 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 one year adjustable. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, so when people say to me. You know, the whole idea, and just people have been spoiled. I knew this was coming, by the way. I don't know about you, but I've been doing this 38 years. And I knew as soon as the rates were at 2.9 or 3, I'm like, this is not going to be good eventually. But it was really good for a time. And all you it was, people that but are you like, can't well, expect I it to stay it. that low. Exactly. I mean, they're free. They're free at that point. Uh-huh. You know, even today, it's, let's just use seven. Even today, it's seven. You're still making about 40% of your payment towards principal when you start making it. When it gets over 10, it's like 25, 30%. You know, right now it's still a great rate and if you buy it down. So let me ask you, I, I always poll people on this, mortgage people like yourself, which do you prefer, the two to one buy down or the just outright buy down? Well, it's, I think that both are great programs, and it just depends on the need of your buyer. So the permanent buy-down is going to help your buyer qualify for more. The 2-1 buy-down, in my opinion, is going to help your buyer um, get ready for a that larger payment slowly, which may even allow for a refinance before that third-year payment actually ever kicks in. Right. But you can't guarantee that. You know, the market is the market. And, and for those of us that lived through the 08, you know, till it took me till 2012. But um, through that period of time, you know that you can't say, well, you'll just refinance because it's not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. But rates will fall again. And the prediction is, is that we're less than a year out. So the 2-1 buy-down, I think, for those that are very well qualified, is a way for them to ease into that payment. Right. I like it. And possibly like get it. out yeah, of it I, before it ever hits. That, that, I guess it depends on, yeah, what type of buyer you have. Brand yeah. new, just getting in. I, I see they could work mm -hmm. either way. They really could. It's, I, mean, I think it's your person. Do you want to roll the dice a slight bit? Or, I mean, I can see fours and fives coming back. I don't know about twos and threes, but fours oh, and no. fives I can see coming I just can't imagine. That could be a one. That could have been a once in a lifetime situation. Just like if you go back six months from today, and then go back those eighteen months before that, that was the best eighteen months in the history of real estate. We may never it see that again. Was. All the time. Very positive. Very possible. So people have only been in the business two years. You've been working in re in fantasy, and now it's reality. It's really mm -hmm. what it is. I have found right, myself cool. having to educate some of the agents that have only been in two to three years in the fact that it is okay to ask your for your buyer for the seller to contribute. Um, yeah. I found that there's a little bit of reluctancy on the part of agents of, 
I can't ask for that kind of money. Yes, you can. Uh, it's, right, we're right. in those times now. I'm used to paying over asking. That's what I'm programmed for. Right yeah. Now. I hear you. But now everything has changed, and the sellers take a little while. So I think regardless – okay, so look, I – don't want to even predict rates myself personally because I am not I have no faith in the current guy running the Fed because I just don't yeah. think he he all he he all he cares about is the inflation numbers with the extent at the expense of real estate the economy jobs all that stuff that's all he cares about he said it He's, I'm not making it up that's what he said so if he continues to do that and he's not replaced uh, you're going to see these rates for a little while so it could affect the market, it could, but like I said, we're still moving at 75%. So we'll have to wait for, uh, you know, the elections in two years. And, you know, we have the midterms coming up and then the elections because, you know, um, I don't understand personally why the Fed can't see. All the money into the economy is a big part of inflation, not raising the rate to paralyze the economy. It's, it's just, it, could you imagine if you own a business and you did that? Well, I'm selling too much product, so I'm going to raise the rate prices out of range so I don't sell as much. It makes no sense from a business standpoint, but when you're a government that can print money, oh, now it makes sense. I don't get it, right? So we'll see, we'll see how they're going to do it. I, I guess I'm too black and white for, to be a politician. That's probably why I'm never going to be one. But it's too, um, it's too obvious as to what's going on. But, but so if they keep doing what they're doing, you know, uh, it's going to be a while. So, what, so the question you have to ask yourself, what are you going to do to do business, right? What are you going to do? And I think you said it best, Karen. You're going to educate people. Yeah, so just keep doing what I've done for the last 27 years and and work a little bit harder at it. I mean, you just have to go from, you know, business coming to you. And I hate to say it like that because we did. I think that we all got set on our ways and rested on our laurels. And now it's back to the grind and you have to really make those mm -hmm. phone calls and nurture those relationships and get yourself in a position where – where you can still do business. You, you mean like talk to people and work your farm and maybe call a couple expired listings and be proactive? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Call it digging for worms. You got to dig for worms. You're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, and you are very kind. I would call it they've been spoiled by the last two years and developed bad habits that they need to re redo. Right. Yes. And so, back to uh, the basics, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing open houses again. You know, I never thought that I would go backwards as far as things like that, but that's just where we're at today. You, you've got to support your, your partners in business and do what you can do yeah. for each other in order to, you know, make those good bonds and relationships. Absolutely. I agree hundred percent. All right. So you and tell me, all right. So, um, with your experience and so forth in this business, and so forth. Tell them, like, um, tell them a little about like your uh, pre-approval. Why? Why would I want to go through underwriting and get all that done? Which I agree with, as opposed to just getting a pre-commitment letter. Why? Why is that advantageous from an offer standpoint? Because it makes your offer the strength of a cash offer, as well mm -hmm. as your you've got the ability at that point then to lock in your interest rate and know what you're going to have as far as the payment goes once you find the perfect home. And that perfect home is going to come a lot quicker because that seller is being told that all I need from you is an appraisal and title and I'm ready to go. And I can close it very quickly. So it puts you in a position the same as a cash offer. 
And I know that we're not, you know, beating down each other's doors to get offers accepted today. However, it still gives your seller that confidence that, yes, we're going to accept your offer, and, yes, we're going to buy the rate down for you. We're going to give you two points for that, and we'll pay your closing costs because, you know what, you're going to close very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I always tell when, yep. and I always reach out to a listing agent as well once I once I know that an offer has been submitted, and I kind of tell them a little bit about the process and my buyer and what we've gone through for them in order to get them to the point that they're at, to where we're only going to need a couple of weeks to get the loan closed. So you actually help the agent by calling the, the listing. Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's great. I John do. does that too, which I think, which I think is great. You have to be, you have to know what you're talking about to do that, which is great. And obviously you do. So that's, that's very helpful. And then you guys have all kinds of, you have some guarantees too, don't you? Oh yeah. The meter beat. And as a matter of fact, that's kind of been my target the last couple of weeks is that as I see get notifications that new sales have happened, I'm reaching out to the agents and letting them know, you know, Hey, we had a really good rate week last week because we did. So if your clients locked any sooner than last week, it might be beneficial for them to do our meter beat. And the worst thing that can happen is that we give them $2,000. Right. I mean, how bad is that? That doesn't suck. <laughs> I mean, we either give you a better rate, a better deal, we're going to close your loan quicker, and, and you're going to have a better experience, or if we're not in a position to where we can match or, or beat what you have in place already, we're going to give you $2,000 because we couldn't. And we're not into writing checks. So I'm pretty sure right. we're going to be able to <laughs> to meet or beat it. Yeah. No, that's great. And you guys are doing a tremendous job you know, working at uh, helping all the agents in the offices. And it's, it's great. I love the, I feel the urgency, which is good. You got to have urgency. I don't want to use the word obsession, but that doesn't hurt either. Like, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter and freaking people out. I just love the man is such an innovator and so forth. But that urgency, which is not, you know, some people take it, you know, like, well, I'm prospecting. I seem desperate. no, you seem urgent and urgent is good. Motivated sellers want people that, that act, walk, and talk with a little urgency in their gait, in their vocabulary, and so forth. Because when you don't have to sell, you don't care about that. When you sell, it's a whole different ballgame, right? So working with that type of urgency, I think, is critical. And I know you guys have it, which is great. Yes, I agree. All right, cool. All right, so anything else that, uh, you know, uh, maybe even some of the newer agents should be thinking about uh, in this type of market and working with you guys? Only to just don't don't pass us up. Give us the opportunity to show you that we can shine. That's the only thing. We've been I've been with Prosperity now the full year that we've been in the market here, and I just want everybody to know that we are here to support you and don't don't pass up the opportunity um, just because it's like, oh, it's just another in-house lender. We are your in-house lender. We are your partners. We are here to help you uh, sell homes and to help you close loans. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and, you know, it's like they're both, both of us, Prosperity and Berkshire Hathaway, are owned by Uncle Warren. I call him Uncle Warren, even though I've never met him. I still call him Uncle Warren. And, <laughs> uh, you know, those are di- dynamite companies, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they're dynamite companies. Yes. And, and, and I also think – Okay, this is just my, my opinion that some of these real estate companies, no names mentioned, uh, and mortgage companies, you know, Warren Buffett has a saying as, you know, you know who's skinny dipping when the tide goes out. <laughs> and I think you're going to see some of that. 
And the great thing about Prosperity and Berkshire Hathaway is that we are two really solid, rock-solid companies. And I think you're going to see some shakeups, and I think some of it's already happened with some of these other companies that have really designed their companies around the last two years. And what I mean, I mean by expenses and so forth, and they're going to have a hard time coming up uh, if this market continues, and I don't see why it wouldn't continue at least for another year or so uh, until mm-hmm. the rate starts to change. But some people are saying the rates are going to change. Folks, we have to get this. It doesn't matter if the rates change or not. People are going to adjust to the new rates. It's just that simple. It ha- it's happened all the time. Right now, it's still kind of new, all right, and they're fluctuating, and I guess they came down on Friday. Forget about that. Just get out there, talk to people, fill your pipeline, you know, get your people qualified. I would get mine pre – plus, as, as a buyer, as, a, as an agent working with a buyer today, you have to know they're pre-qualified. Your fiduciary responsibility to MLS as a realtor is to know that your people to qualify any home you're taking them into. So to me, that's the, that's the um, angle I would take because uh, it's the truth, number one. And number two, it satisfies the buyer. And then every buyer should sign a buyer broker agreement with you. That's my, just my opinion. It's always been since I've been around since before, buyer agency existed, right? And now that you can get them to, you can represent them and have them sign a contract, I think is critical myself. So um, I think that's right, a great cool. idea. Now, um, yeah, well, I mean, that's why it's there because, you know, NAR figured out, well, people, people will be getting sued. You know, back, back before buyer agency, both agents, nobody represented the buyer. Both agents represented the seller. That's why when you take your exam, it says caveat emptor. That's one of the te- questions on the test, which means buyer beware. So before buyer agency, that was the buyer program. Buyer beware. Get your own lawyer. Have your own home inspect. Right now, you can have an agent represent you, which is totally different. And it's a zero-cost contract. Really, the way I used to do it, you get paid out of closing. Right? So you just, I think, representing to the buyer what that means really solidifies them using you and really shows your integrity, professionalism. But anyway, that's my own thing. A lot of people do very well without getting it signed. I would not work with somebody. Because now you're a customer. Total different relationship. All right. It's, Karen, it's a commitment for sure. Yeah. Right, any final words of wisdom you want to leave these lovely people today? Stay passionate, dedicated, empathetic, and don't take no for an answer. I love it. I love it. All right, Karen. Well, thank you very much. Um, I really take really take your uh, really appreciate you taking your time out today. Okay, everybody. Why? Karen, thank you. Karen is at is at the Southwest office, and everybody. I think a lot of people know that already. I mean, I knew that. And uh, keep it rolling, and we will pick it up in one week, everybody. And if you need me, call me anytime. Karen, thanks again for your time today. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Okay, bye. Have a good day.